Welcome to Join Our Table, a meal support podcast for eating disorder recovery. We are your hosts, Jose Savinsky and Jillian Walsh. We're Canadian dietitians supporting those with eating disorders to re-nourish their bodies and reject diet culture. Join us as we provide light distractions, grounding tools, and resources to help you navigate mealtime. Welcome to our table. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 12. This is an a la carte or a la carte, or Jose, do you want to hit me with some francophone? <laughs> a la carte. <laughs> Thank you. Episode. Um, and today we are doing hot chocolate or um, also known as hot cocoa. Yes. And I'm very excited because so... For I don't think we've mentioned this before, but one of the things, because Jill and I are recording from home, of course, mm-hmm. um, and one of the things we'll often do before our A La Carte episodes is we'll actually send each other photos of the the food that we're challenging, right? Or the food that we're having so that we can kind of visualize, you know, sharing this meal together and what it looks like. Um, and we have very different hot chocolate drinks today. Yes. They look yeah, very different. They do. They do. Um, but perhaps that's something that, yeah, we can chat a bit more about um, after we share, you know, some of the messages that we wanted to talk about from a more, you know, a nutrition perspective and fighting, you know, fighting food rules and food fears perspective, um, we can get back to our our very unique hot chocolate drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So um, do you want to get started or shall I? I can start. I can start. Um, Yeah. So one of the things that really came to mind for me, um, and I was just saying this as I was preparing actually my hot chocolate. So is that when we are preparing hot chocolate, oftentimes, you know, folks will be using either like a powder or a syrup um, to make their hot chocolate unless they're doing it kind of old school um, with, you know, cocoa and all of that. But even then you would be mixing in ingredients, right? Probably with your with your milk. And so one of the things that could become a little bit tricky is potentially this kind of desire to or this need to measure right? Measure these ingredients as you're pouring them into your milk. And so one of the things I really wanted to encourage folks to do is to to challenge that, right? And to give themselves full permission to use how much, you know, however much syrup or powder um, sounds like it would be yummy, right? And so some ways of doing that might be actually pouring like directly into the milk, right? As opposed to using a spoon or a utensil to kind of grab the powder and then put it in the milk, like taking the actual can, right? And just pouring it directly in. Um, Or similarly, if you're using a syrup, right? Just pour the syrup directly in. So that way you're not measuring, right? Or or calculating exactly how much you're using. And that's a can be a really good way to challenge the eating disorder voice um, and to start incorporating a little bit more kind of spontaneity and flexibility in, um, in you know, that drink and that 
that um, event, I guess. I'm trying to think yeah. of the right word. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Um, and it's interesting because when you say flexibility, um, it was so <laughs> we had talked about doing hot chocolate or hot cocoa. And then I went to my, excuse me, my cupboard and recognized that my packages were expired. And I said, best not, you know, test out the dried milk. Um, so I went to my baking cupboard and found some cocoa and said, okay, I'll just do this quickly from scratch. Um, but the funny thing is that most of my sugar is like sugar cubes because I use it like a lot in my my tea and that kind of stuff. And I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to do this with sugar cubes. Um, so basically what I did was because I steamed my milk first, I just kept dropping the sugar cubes in and I would take like a sip after kind of each one or two. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I would, I just wait it until it tasted the way I want it to. And then that was when Mm -hmm. I had enough. Um, so yeah, again, just kind of being flexible, being able to, to be adventurous maybe. Yeah. And carefree. I think carefree Mm -hmm. is, is, is a good word for it. Yes. Yeah. And there's, there's an element of curiosity, I think, in that too, right? And really paying attention to, to like what actually feels satisfying right? Yes. in terms of the, the amount of sweetness. And that will look different for everyone, right? Because all of our taste buds are different. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to try to really tune out the eating disorder voice to, and really tap into you know, our own desires. Like what does, you know, what does Jose actually like, (laughs) right? When it comes to a hot chocolate. So yeah. yeah. No, that is a great point. Very good point. Um, But yeah, no, that's, that's a big piece, right? Is being able to get away from measuring and just being able to use whatever utensils are there or use whatever ways kind of of getting I guess, what am I trying to say? Like getting one thing into it, (laughs) getting one thing into another, Um, you know, it doesn't have to be measured. It can just be Mm -hmm. freehanded, free poured, that kind of thing. Exactly. That's the right word. Yes. That I could not find in my brain. So thank you. (laughs) Yes, folks. We are tired this evening. Um, Yeah. But hey, we're human. You get us in all our glory. So today, here we are. We're having a hard time. Yes. And but you know what? I actually just took my first sip of my hot chocolate, mm. and it is already helping. <laughs> already mm. helping, kind of my, you know, getting later into the evening, kind of feeling a bit blah, right? Um, this this flavor is really nice and comforting, and so wonderful. Um, and I know that one of the things for me, at least when it comes to hot chocolate, is definitely the connection with some of the memories that I have, right? And the often they're social, right? I don't mm. I do sometimes have hot chocolate on my own, but I would say like the majority of my experiences drinking hot chocolate have been with other people, right? And so I'd love to hear from you, Jill, in terms of what what it brings up for you. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's so interesting because I grew up with like hot chocolate. Um, Mm -hmm. and for me, even tonight, I think it was, it was you that kind of started this for me was seeing your, your mug and it looking very festive. And, um, it just reminded me of the holidays. So, 
For me, I think hot chocolate very much reminds me of like the fall into the winter. Um, I envision being cold. So it's something that I would often have at like an ice rink or if I was tobogganing, um, if I was you know, out for a a stroll in the evening with a friend or a partner. Um, That's one of those cozy drinks that you can stop in, get, and it warms you up as you're, you know, strolling around. So it -hmm. definitely, it brings up a lot for me. Um, And it's interesting because I probably have like three or four vivid memories of that, that hot chocolate that just blew my socks off. It was so good. Mm. Um, and as I think back, I remember, you know, one night it was on an outdoor skating rink. I was with my husband. Um, and it was, it was a very like festive evening. And I just remember it being a very joyful experience. Um, and even now reflecting back on it, it's, it's a nice memory. It, it brings me joy. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, the first thing that came to mind for me when I was thinking of, you know, what memories do I have attached to hot chocolate is definitely growing up, definitely winter time, whenever my whenever I would spend, you know, an extended period of time outside, oftentimes it would be, you know, playing with friends or with my siblings, playing in the backyard, right, in the snow, making snow angels and snowmen and that kind of thing. Um, You know, whenever I would come inside and, you know, we would start hanging all of our winter gear so it could dry off and um, almost always, you know, we would then sit down with a cup of hot chocolate. And that was like how we would warm up, you know, after spending a few hours out in the cold. Um, And I should say, you know, I grew up in a part of Canada where it does get quite cold in the winter time. So um, you really needed something to warm up those fingers, right? And so, yeah. So for me, it it really, I really associate a time in my life where I felt quite carefree and where there was a lot of play and it was so fun. And that, yeah, that is really one of the things that comes to mind. And then I do have some more adult memories as well attached <laughs> with uh, with hot chocolate. So one of the more recent ones I would say is actually similar to you. So skating, skating outdoors, specifically skating on the Rideau Canal in Ottawa. And are you familiar with the Rideau Canal? I am. Not in the winter, but I've seen it in the summertime. Yeah, so in the wintertime, it is turned into an eight-kilometer um, ice rink. So cool. Yeah, so you can start at one end and skate all the way to the other end. Um, so it's it's huge. I think it might be the, the world's biggest, although don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% <laughs> sure, but it is a long skating rink. And so um, but what because it's an outdoor rink and it's it's kind of on a – you know, on a canal, it's on a natural, well, not natural, but like an outdoor um, body of water. Um, there aren't any ways for them to to actually make the ice rink unless it gets very, very cold, right? right? And so almost every time I've skated on the Rideau Canal, it's been, you know, minus 20 degrees Celsius. Um, oh, it's so cold. That's so cold for skating, right? Um, because you have the wind in your face and, um, and it's so 
joyful and then you grab, you know, a nice cup of hot chocolate and it just warms your heart. So mm-hmm. I love I love it. So that's another pretty strong memory that I have. Um and my partner is also he's a big fan of hot chocolate and and it's actually been one of the ways that you know he'll sometimes like come home from work and he'll have brought like two hot chocolates. Like it's it's one of the ways that he's kind of shown love and care mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. there's that association too which is quite lovely. I like yeah. that. I like that. Mhm. So so much social connection mm-hmm. around hot chocolate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and memories and yeah. so much more than it just being food. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something that you know, we get to relearn I think in the process of healing from an eating disorder, mm-hmm. right? Is is looking at food from a much wider lens and really exploring the role that it plays beyond beyond nourishment, physical nourishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I find I might, I mean, it's interesting because oftentimes I hear folks talk about, um, you know, some of their food rules and perhaps they don't want to drink their nourishment or drink their nutrition. So they want to avoid um, some of those rich beverages And for me, I find that it's just such, there's so much value in, in Mm -hmm. something like, you know, whether or not it's a latte or hot chocolate or whatever that might be. Um, and not only for the food and the social connection, but there's also a piece around soothing and, you know, self-soothing, bringers, bringing ourselves comfort. Um, and even the physical piece, like, when we think about a hot chocolate, you know, that's made with milk, there's a lot to say that even on digestion, that's, that's easier on, on how that feels in our, in our stomach or in our belly. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, I think it might be one of those food rules that come up and I, it's one that I am always very quick to, to encourage folks to challenge because there's so much benefit that can come from it. I agree. I agree, which is partially why we decided to do this, mm-hmm. this challenge food, right? Mm-hmm. Or drink in this case um, today is is because it is often, often, you know, something that does come up as, as uh, a food that causes some anxiety, right? Or there's some reluctance or fear around it, which, you know, I, I just want to send a lot of compassion to folks who do feel that way about things like hot chocolate because certainly diet culture has fed into that fear, right? And so um, there's a very understandable reason why we come to these conclusions. And yet, you know, when we're able to take a step back from that and really look at all of the things that something like a hot chocolate, all of the things it can bring to our lives, right? So the physical nourishment, as well as the social connection, as well as the soothing, the pleasure, the joy, right? I think there's no, yeah, it just, when you look at it that way, then wouldn't it be a shame, right, to not not make it part of our lives? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're exactly right, Jose. Um, and yeah, so we are here 
Hoping that folks are enjoying a hot beverage with us alongside us at our table here um, and that you can find some joy and perhaps some memories around, you know, when you might have enjoyed hot chocolate or hot cocoa in the past. Absolutely. Yeah. How are you doing in terms of your your hot chocolate? I am. So (laughs) folks, I went like to the extreme in the sense of uh, fancy tonight. And (laughs) I cracked open my milk frother, which has not been open, I'd say in two years. So it was a big night for me. And right now all I have left is like that foamy stuff on the top. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm like slowing down because I want to savor it. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I am about, I would say, two thirds of the way in, um, and it's so so lovely. So again, yeah, we have very different drinks because mine is it's a white hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it has a little bit less of that kind of cocoa flavor and a bit more of that sweetness, kind of vanilla y flavor. But it's really quite yummy. I do like you know, the regular hot chocolate as well, but this is what I had in my cupboard. So that's what I went with. Um, And it is really yummy. And I know that one of the things I texted you, you know, after we sent each other our photos was, I really wish I had marshmallows. Um, Because that would have brought this drink up to the next level in terms of enjoyment and pleasure. But unfortunately, I didn't have any at home. So I'll have to stock up for the wintertime. Because it is, yeah. To me, is something that really completes a hot chocolate. It's not everyone's cup of tea, haha, but <laughs> it is, you know, something that I personally really enjoy. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's funny. Um, yeah, I totally lost my train, my train of thought just then. Anyway, that's okay. It's- Marshmallows. Oh, yes, that's what it was. Hot chocolate. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was wondering in terms of marshmallows, do you go for the mini marshmallows or the big ones? I prefer the mini ones yes. when I can get them in mm-hmm. in hot chocolate specifically. I mean, I like the big ones in other scenarios, but yeah, yeah I like the mini ones because they really kind of melt into the the hot chocolate and become nice and soft. And then, yeah, they're so so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, my mine was also actually I also did it in, in a milk frother, but my milk frother is not functioning very well. So it really mostly heated it up and then <laughs> created a tiny, tiny little bit of like bubbles. <laughs> I mean, it's better than nothing. Absolutely. I really just needed hot milk, right? So yeah. that was the that was yeah, it accomplished that goal. So <laughs> Yeah, that is fair. All right, Jose. So where are you right now? I just took my last sip. I probably have two sips left, so I will catch up to you. Mm-hmm. Well, not to worry. I can keep this this show a going over here on my own. Um, <laughs> while you're finishing up. So folks, thank you so much for being here and taking part in our challenge tonight. Um we are we do these challenges every couple of weeks. So if there's something that you'd like to see or like to hear challenged, please DM us or direct message us on our Instagram account. So our Instagram account is at join our table podcast. Um, both of us manage it. So you'll get one or the other. And we are happy to have some suggestions because I think we're kind of getting to the point where we're twiddling our thumbs a little bit. Yes. Every week we're like, what? 
should we do? <laughs> yeah. No, but, absolutely. Mm-hmm, we definitely want to do the foods that are going to be most meaningful for folks. So that's why we'd love, love to get your suggestions and, and what you want us to challenge. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly it. So please give us some feedback. Let us know what it is that you would like to see. And as per usual, like and subscribe. Um, leave us a, a rating if you would like or some stars. That always helps in terms of visibility so other folks can find us. Absolutely. All right. I'm all done. My hot chocolate. It was so yummy. And you know what? We actually just created a new memory with hot chocolate. So now, yeah. So now every time I drink hot chocolate, I'll have a little space in my heart for this conversation that we had together. And our podcast. And our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) All right, folks. Thank you for being here. We will talk to you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.